0: My name's Lisfira Lindenbar, and if this is your first time tuning in on this show, I give advice to any folks and Creatures who may need it. Okay, Reuven, I'm bringing this on to the show. Listeners, reuven has been acting really weird about this one closet in the studio. Ten minutes ago, I was looking for some tape because, it, well, it's a long story, but it involves a grappling tree and my shoulder bag. Anyway, I was looking for this tape, and I went to look in this closet, which I always figured was just a supply closet, but it was locked. When I asked Reuven what was inside, he said, nothing. Now, I know for a fact that it is impossible for any space to contain nothing unless we're talking about the forbidden hole of nothing in Sundar. Is this the forbidden hole of nothing, Reuven? I didn't think so. Because it's, you know, in Sundar. So what's in the closet? Ugh. I'm going to figure it out sooner or later, you know. You might as well tell me now. Fine. Later it is. And don't eat any more of those cookies cookies aren't for secret keepers. We have a new neighbor who just moved in next door to the radio station and he brought over some cookies earlier. Super nice guy. He said he's a mage and if we needed any fixing done around the station to let him know because he's a fixer, which was very nice. I'm sure the next time our station engineer, Fiel, has to deal with speaking plant vines getting tangled or a bear bat flying into the station's antenna, she'll appreciate the help. Oh, speaking of, Reuven, Fiel asked me to lock up today, but she didn't give me her keys. Could I borrow your key ring? What? I'm just asking to borrow your keys because Fiel asked. Ugh, okay, fine. Listeners, I was trying to trick Reuben into giving me his keys so I could open the closet. It didn't work. I'll need to come up with a better strategy. In the meantime, let's give some advice. If you need some advice, you can send your letters to Dearless Vera at the Towering Forest radio station. This first letter comes from Helmara, and it is marked urgent and same-day delivery. Namris alive. Okay. Helmara writes, Dear Lisfira, I am writing to you in a panic. My house has been taken over by a following of D-Flops. For those of you who don't know... Oh, this is Lisfira talking now. Hi! For those of you who don't know, D-Flops are little creatures who travel in groups called followings. They're called that because they can understand writing in any language and follow any written instruction they read. Continuing... I recently put out a new welcome mat that says, come on in, because, well, I thought it was cute. Unfortunately, a following of D-Flops wandered too close to my doorstep, saw it as an invitation to enter my home, and did. I was upstairs when they entered and wasn't aware of them being in my house until I heard eating sounds from downstairs. Unfortunately, I have a sign in my kitchen that says, dinner time, which the D-Flops apparently took as an invitation to eat me out of house and home. To make matters worse, and trust me, this debacle has truly caused me to rethink my interior decorating tastes, I have a pillow on my couch that has the word laugh embroidered on it. So now, when the D-Flops aren't eating, they're cackling like they just heard the funniest joke of all time. How do I get them out? Thanks, Helmara. Okay, I have a story about D-Flops, but I understand you're under a time crunch right now, so I'll give my advice first and then tell my story. Write a message on your door that says leave. I know that sometimes DFLOPs will try to avoid reading a message if they think it'll say something that they don't want to do, so you'll have to be sneaky about it. Leave the message quietly on the door. Try to avoid any of them seeing you leave it. Then, sneak outside and knock loudly. Then their attention will be drawn to the door, and hopefully they'll be so caught off guard that they'll read the message and be obliged to follow it. I Hope that helps! Thanks for writing in! Okay, my d flop story. So, Favreau's Books and Scrolls, my local books and scrolls shop, used to have a big sign outside that read, Come inside and grab a book or scroll. You can imagine where the story is going, knowing that I'm talking about D-Flops. The good news is that the following of D-Flops who read the sign and went into the bookstore didn't ruin any of the books. They all just picked up a book or scroll and grabbed onto it. For weeks, people would go into the shop, pull a book off the shelf, and find D-Flops hanging off of it. Eventually, the shopkeepers managed to coerce the D-flops to release the books and scrolls and leave the shop. It was probably a good thing they didn't start reading any of the books. Imagine if a D-flop read the autobiography of Melbaria the Magnificent. Phew. Let's move on to... Ugh. Reuven, my mouth tastes so weird. No, it's not from the cookies. I haven't eaten one yet. Do you have any breath drops in your bag? Oh, don't get up. I'll get them. Oh, you weren't getting up anyway. Okay. Got it. And here it is. Let me just take a drop. So much better. Thank you, Reuben. All righty. Our next letter comes from, oh, my brother Lenroll. For those of you who don't know, Lenroll is a traveling handyman. Not that he needs to travel to find work. Our rain spout's been leaking for weeks. Mom wants to try to fix it herself, but mama keeps saying, no, wait for Lenroll to come back. Len, come back. There was a giant puddle in the middle of the kitchen. Anyway, let's see what his letter is about. Lenro writes, Dear Fifi, hypothetical question, if you're eaten by an endangered carnivorous plant, what's the best means of escape? Should you simply cut yourself out of the plant since you've been eaten by it? Or should you attempt to tickle its insides in hopes that it will regurgitate you so both you and the plant could possibly survive despite the fact that your survival in this encounter is much less likely in the second scenario than in the first? I am unbiased in this thought experiment, but thought you might want to chime in. For your show. In case any of your listeners find themselves in this predicament. Love, Lenroll. P.S. I know the rain spout is leaking. Mom writes me every other day. Don't let her touch it. Remember what happened with the stove. Ugh, he's right. Doesn't say when he'll be home to fix it, though. Helpful, Len. Thank you. Despite your unhelpfulness, I suppose I can help you with this hypothetical situation, since that's my job. I suppose it really comes down to your morals. Obviously you, and by you I mean the hypothetical you in this situation, wouldn't want to kill an endangered plant, but if that plant is actively eating you, it makes sense to want to, you know, not be eaten. I think there's a happy medium between both solutions. If you do find yourself eaten by a carnivorous plant, try the tickle solution first, just to see if it seems to have any effect. Then, once the plant's acidic digestive enzymes start eating at your clothes, that's a sign that maybe you should start cutting yourself out. Then that doesn't necessarily mean the end of the plant. See if you can take some cuttings and bring it to a local pharma herbologist. They might be able to grow even more of the endangered plant from some of those cuttings. I hope that helps. Thanks for writing in. And come home soon to fix the rain spout. Okay, earlier, when I got Reuben's bag, I was actually getting his keys. And now I'm gonna... Run to the closet! You haven't moved. Reuben. you're just gonna give up? Okay. What do we have here? Letters? You're hiding letters? Reuben. are all of these non-advice letters? Look, I know this is an advice show, but you don't have to hide these from me. What am I gonna do? Spend an entire half of the show reading these letters? Actually, just for keeping these from me, that's exactly what I'm gonna do now. Listeners, we're going to take a quick break to hear from a sponsor, and then we'll be right back to read these letters that Reuben was hiding from me. But first, a word from our sponsor. Residents of the Towering Forest, please be advised. Darglin Hoppenfleiner has been recently spotted in the vicinity of the Southeast Grove. This mage is infamous for allegedly magicking folk to do their bidding by tricking them into eating enchanted foods and Hoppenflyner has continually evaded capture due to there being no real proof of their misdeeds and because they always disappear in a puff of smoke before they can be questioned. Residents are encouraged to avoid eating any foods given to them by strangers until towering forest rangers are able to catch Hoppenflyner in the act. Thank you, and stay safe. Baleryn, where did you get that cookie? Drop it. Drop it! And we're back with Dearless Fira! Reuven, did you hear that message from the rangers? Don't you think it's a little strange that our new neighbor moved in and brought us cookies the same day an evil mage known for enchanting people with food is seen in the towering forest? You ate a cookie already, didn't you? Okay, well then, we won't think about that right now. Let's get into these non-advice letters Reuven was hiding from me. Sorry, storing for me. This first letter comes from Neva. She writes, Dear Lasphera, My name is Neva, and I just wanted to say that I love the show. I'm a shapeshifter, and my friends always joke that if anyone ever tries to pretend to be me, they'll just ask them a question about your show, because I talk about it all the time. I've included a little gift that hopefully you can hang in the studio. Have a great day. Neva. Well, thank you, Neva. Let's see. Oh, they sent... It's a string of dried flowers. Oh, These are beautiful. We don't have these flowers in the tower... The tower... Okay, I'll hang these over by Reuben. Thank you, Neva. This letter is from Kels Baring. She writes, Dear Fira, hello from the northern glades of the towering forest. As you probably know, a lot of the wood elves in this area come from long lines of shepherds and I'm one of them. I have my speaking plant growing on my staff so I can listen to your show while I work. I think the sheep like it too. Sincerely, Kels Baring. Reuven, did you hear that? We have a sheep demographic. Sheep love the show! Well, thank you, gals, and hello to the sheep! Or, ba. nope, never mind, forget I did that. This letter is from Becca Wishimmer. Becca writes, Dear Lesphira, hi, hope this letter finds you well. My name is Becca, and I'm from the Curtibus Sea. My friends and I love listening to your show while we sunbathe on the rocks. Can't wait to hear more! XOXO, Becca Wishimmer. Well, thank you, Becca and friends, glad you like the show! I am 99% sure they're a mermaid, and I just want to point out how very cool and very chill I'm being right now. Character growth. I am going to quickly move on to the next letter before I can inevitably embarrass myself in some way. This next letter, oh, doesn't have a name. They write, Hi, Lysphira. I love dear Lysphira. I'm a wildflower nymph, and I like to listen to the show while tending to my gardens. I also feel like I'm learning a lot about how to give better advice to my friends. Last year, I told one of my friends that she shouldn't worry about the flower bush that randomly appeared by her tree. And then that flower bush turned out to be her ex who was trying to win her back. Real messy situation. But now when my friends ask me for advice, I just ask myself, what would Lasfira do? So thanks for that. And then instead of a signature, there's a cute little drawing of a flower. Oh Well, thank you for that letter. And I hope that I'm setting a good example for advice giving. I definitely wouldn't have guessed that the flower bush was your friend's ex, so I don't really blame you for the advice you gave. But live and learn, I guess. Okay, next letter is from Talon Lux. Talon writes, Dear Lesphira, my name is Talon and I'm from the Fairy Gardens. I just wanted to say hi and that I love the show. I'm sending you a fairy charm necklace that's meant to ward off bad luck. That includes tripping over and or breaking things. Hope you like it. Love, Talon Lux. Oh, this is so pretty! It's like a little snow globe of tiny flower petals on a chain, except there's no case for the petals. They're just floating around within a small invisible sphere. Well, thank you, Talon! Let's see if this helps my klutziness at all. At least I can't accidentally break the necklace. This letter is from JJ. They write, Dearless Vera. my name is Juniper Jasmine, but you can call me JJ. I love Dearless Vera. I have really long hair and I'm a centaur. So between my head and my tail, I spend a lot of time brushing my hair. Listening to your show makes it go a lot faster. Thanks for reading my letter from JJ. Thank you, JJ. Happy to help. Some days I can't even be bothered to brush my hair and I just pile it on top of my head. I can't even imagine what it's like to have a tail to brush too. Okay, this letter is from Zoe the Immortal. They write, namers alive, in all capital letters, Lysphira, I am Zoe the Immortal, Dorvin Giant. While many tremble at the mere mention of my name, I had to write in to say that I enjoy your show. If you have any enemies, tell them to prepare to face the wrath of Zoe the Immortal. All the best, Zoe the Immortal. Wow, well, thank you. I hope I don't have any enemies, other than the Chattering Grove, but that's more of a one-way situation. But I definitely feel better knowing I have you on my side. Thanks for writing in. This letter is from Aslo Amaria, who writes, Hi, Lesphera just wanted to say hello and that I love the show. It really inspires me to lift other people up. Also, I think you're too hard on yourself sometimes. Make sure you're lifting yourself up too. Sincerely, Asloa Maria. Well, that's very nice. Thank you. I try not to be too hard on myself, but I'll definitely keep that in mind. Thanks for writing in. This letter is from Alexi Alex Kaifel, who writes, Dear Vera, first off, sorry if I spelled your name wrong. You did, but it's okay. A lot of people don't expect a second eye, so I'm used to it. Continuing. I'm dyslexic, so I struggle a lot with spelling. My dream has always been to work with new spells, and I recently got a job where I document and rewrite new spells. I was worried about misspelling words, and I thought about writing into the show to get advice on what to do, but I knew that you'd probably say that I should just talk to my boss about my concern, so I did. And they were so nice about it, and immediately went out and got me a spell check quill, so I don't have to worry anymore. The quill stays at work, though, so again, sorry for any misspellings in this letter. But thank you for the advice, even if you didn't directly give it to me. Love the show! Best, Alexi Alex Kaifel. Well, that's so great, Alex! Congrats! And no worries about any misspellings here. My best friend Raidra is also dyslexic, and she writes amazing poetry, so I'm used to it. I should look into getting her one of those spellcheck quills. Okay, next letter is from Diadesma Desi Alora. They write, Dear Vera. Hello from the Towering Forest Waterfall. My name is Diadesma, but you can call me Desi. I'm a water sprite, and I listen to Deerless Fira religiously. Ask any of my friends. I am constantly quoting the show. Like, anytime one of them talk about a new person they're into, I'll be like, have they exhibited good problem-solving abilities and leadership skills? Was that a me quote? Did I say that? I'll take your word for it. Continuing. Anyway, just wanted to say hi. Hi. Love. Diadesma, Desi Alora. I'll be honest, I don't remember most of the stuff I say on this show, so that's pretty impressive, Desi. Thanks for listening and for writing in. This letter is from Gabrielis, who writes, Dear Lasphera, my name's Gabrielis, and I'm also a wood elf from the golden woods of Sundar. I've always been ashamed of not knowing how to use a bow, since a lot of wood elves are naturally good at archery, so it's been nice to hear you talk about how you're also not good at that stuff. I really enjoy listening to Dear Lasphera. Thanks for reading. Gabrielis. Honestly, archery is so overrated. You know what's cool? Using your words! Granted, using your words doesn't always work when you're being attacked by some monster, but that's why you travel with other people who are good at archery. Anyway, thanks for writing in! This next letter is from Faunus Dahlia Amen. They write, Dear Lesphira, Hi! My name is Faunus and I'm also a wood elf from the Towering Forest. I actually run a fruit stand at the Towering Forest Market. I love fruit, but I'm also deathly allergic to most fruits, which kind of works out because I'm never tempted to eat my own wares. Just wanted to say that I love the show. Feel free to stop by the stand for a bag of pebble fruits on the house. Sincerely, Dalia Eamon. Oh, what a nice offer. Thank you. I alive, a deathly allergy to most fruits. I'm allergic to carrots, but they only give me a rash on my neck. Except one time I ate a whole carrot cake and my neck temporarily turned invisible, so it just looked like my head was floating over the rest of my body. But I'm still not sure if that was a symptom of my allergy or something else to do with that specific carrot cake. Okay, this letter is from Coriander Tinglebottom, who writes, Dear Vera, I'm a centaur craftsperson who specializes in making tiny decorative bells. I love your show and wanted to make you a bell to keep in the studio. My bells are enchanted to be very loud or sound like a specific instrument or to say a single word when rung. I've enchanted the enclosed bell to sound like you saying Reuven. Hope you enjoy it. All the best, Coriander Tinglebottom. Ooh, okay, let's try this. Oh, wow, this bell is beautiful. All right, I'm gonna ring it. Reuven! (laughs) That wasn't me, that was the bell. Reuven! This is so funny. Reuven, do something to make me yell at you. (laughs) <laughs> he didn't actually do anything But that still worked Okay, I can't play with this bell for the rest of the episode There are more letters to get to Thank you, Coriander This letter is from Miss Who writes Dear Fira, Hey there Don't need any advice Just wanted to write in and say that I'm a big fan of Dear Fira. You should come do a show in Cordal sometime Perks Cricket Hour did a live show here last month And it was a ton of fun That's all from me Bye Ms. Eep. P.S. I think my cousin Coriander sent you a bell. He made me one for my birthday that sounds like a horse whinnying every time it's rung. It's an inside joke. Wow, that letter order worked out really well. And I'd love to take the show on the road. My brother Lenroll's more of the on-the-road sibling between the two of us, but I don't know, maybe one day. Thanks for writing in. This letter is from Ephorelia Opelti, who writes, Hi, Lesphera. My name is Ephorelia, and I'm a nymph from the Iron River. I love listening to Dearless Fira when I'm not writing or swimming. I've also been trying to read more books, especially since you talked about the book club you tried joining, but I tend to get distracted while I'm reading. A lot of times I'll start listening to Dearless Fira when a book can't keep my attention. So I guess in a way it works out. Love the show. Bye! From Ephirelia Apelti. Okay, I know I shouldn't do this because I want you to keep listening to my show, but if you have trouble staying focused on reading, you've got to check out the Chimera's Maze Chronicles. Super fast-paced adventure. I couldn't put them down once I started. Check them out. And thanks for writing in. This letter is from Fenlor Poppyseed. They write, Dear Vera, Hi! My name's Fenlar. My partner, Eleonora, wrote into your show last year. We love listening to Dear Lisfira together, so I just wanted to say thank you for the show. And shout out to Eleonora. Love you. Sincerely, Fenlar Poppyseed. Aw, that's so sweet. Thanks for writing in, Fenlar. And shout out to both of you. This letter is from Fifinkas Fifi Epergy, who writes, Dear Fira, how are you? My name's Fifi, and I'm a pixie from Gelfire. We don't have a radio station here, but I'm a big fan of your show and want to start a radio station here one day. A lot of people underestimate me because I'm so small, but I know I can pull it off. And not just because that diviner I went to told me I would. I don't think she was legitimate anyway. Keep it up with dear Vera and keep an ear out for my show on the air one day. Bye. Fifinkus Fifi Epergy. Well, Fifi, I look forward to that day. I have no doubts you can make it happen. Your handwriting is very confident. Ooh, getting down to the last couple of letters. Okay, this one is from Catrice Elitov and Minfayu's Adihek. They write Dearless Vera, we're from the fairy gardens and have gathered a group of fairies who like to listen to Dearless Vera together. It's us, a few of our friends, and Minfayu's sibling. Our friend Talon is also sending a letter. Oh, yes, Talon sent the charm. Continuing. Minfayu always does obnoxiously loud, running commentary of the show, but it adds to the fun of listening. Please keep making the show. Sincerely, Catrus Elitov and Minfayus Adihek. Oh, that's so cool. A Dearless Fira listening club. Very fun. All right. Our penultimate letter is from Cherie, who writes, Dearless Fira, my name is Cherie, and I love listening to Dearless Fira while I'm drawing or wandering through the hills of Longforn, wailing and shrieking. Oh, I'm a banshee. That must have been concerning without context. Anyway, love the show. Screaming Cherie. It was a little confusing without context, but honestly, I was just ready to accept it and move on without much thought. Thanks for writing it, Cherie. And our last letter is from Galantine Gargantuous, who writes, Dearless Vera, I'm an immortal gargoyle, and after living for so long, it can be difficult to find new things that interest you, but your show is very enjoyable. My best friend is a sorceress, and I'm allergic to modern-day house and castle materials, so we love listening to the show together out in the open air while she practices her spells. Thank you for all the advice you give and for making this show. Keep your chin up. Galantine Gargantuous. Oh, what a nice letter to end on. Thank you, Galantine, And thank you to everyone who wrote these letters. I sometimes forget, after getting so many letters asking for advice, that there are real people out there who just enjoy listening to the show. It makes me very happy, truly. So, I think that's going to be all for today. Oh, hang on. Reuven's handing me another letter. What, were you storing this one, to? Oh, it was just delivered. Okay, okay. Sorry for accusing. Oh, it's from the Towering Forest Rangers. Reuben, it's addressed to the radio station, not me. Do you want to... Okay, he's waving at me to open it. Guess he doesn't care. The letter says, To the Towering Forest radio station, we have recently been made aware of the wanted mage, Darglin Hoppenfliner, taking up residence near the radio station. Due to Hoppenfliner's history of evading capture, we are requesting access to the radio station to stake out the mage's residence until we can obtain proof of his misdeeds. Please respond as soon as possible so we can send our rangers to the station to begin their watch. And please don't read this letter on the air. Oops. Sincerely, Shario Baggerson, head ranger. Neighbor's alive! Reuven! Did you hear that? I was right! That's gotta be our new neighbor! Okay, we, uh, need to tell the rangers they can come and also see what they can do about that cookie you ate. Cookies? Plural? Reuven! Wait, hang on. Reuven! <laughs> that one was the bell. Oh, got distracted by the bell again. Okay, uh, start writing a letter to the rangers. Okay, listeners, that's all for today's show. Next up we have... Uh, well, actually, I'm not sure if we'll be playing anything next if the rangers are coming. We might have to go off the air for a bit, but no worries. I'm sure the rangers will get their evidence in no time, and we'll be back on the air before you can say hiatus. Thank you so much for listening to Dear Sphera. I'll talk to you all again real soon. But in the meantime, keep your chin up, and don't take any cookies from strangers. Bye! Stick around till the end of the episode for a special message from Katie. Thank you for listening to Dear Lasfera, which was created, written, and edited by Katie Siegel. Lasfera and the sponsor were voiced by Katie Siegel. And I'm Nicole. Hi! If you enjoy the show and want to help it grow, please take a minute and leave a kind review on the Apple Podcast app. If you do, Katie will really, really, really appreciate it. We have Dear Lasfera merch. Check it out at teespring.com slash Katie flies away. For more Dear Lasfera, check out at Dear Lasfera on TikTok. You can also follow AtioSphere on Twitter and Instagram. Or don't. Live your life. Bye! Hello all! First off, for those who waited until after the credits for this special message, I am excited to share that we have a Discord! Hopefully, this can be a fun place to bond over and share Dear Fira content during the end of year hiatus and beyond. Hi, Future Katie here. I just realized that I forgot to say that the link to the Discord is in the description of this episode. Uh, but I didn't want to take my whole microphone out just to record this little bit. So I, I'm just using my earbuds. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, continuing. Speaking of which, in case you missed it, Dearless Vera will be on hiatus until February 1st, 2023. I know. I know. It feels like a long time, but I'll be using the time to work on season three and maybe getting in a couple of naps in the meantime. If you have any friends who you think would enjoy the show, now is a great time for them to catch up. And if you haven't already, check out the Dear Fira socials and maybe throw them a follow. And me too at Kitty Flies Away on all platforms. Thank you to everyone who answered the survey and thank you to all who submitted characters for this episode. I am, once again, blown away by everyone's creativity and I really appreciate you all sharing your characters with me. Not everyone gave their names, but here are the folks who did. And as always, at the risk of sounding like every substitute teacher ever, so sorry if I pronounce any names. Hello, it is future Katie again. I should have just plugged in my microphone because I definitely meant to say mispronounce. Uh, That is all. Thank you. Hopefully this is the last time you hear from me bye. Neva, the shapeshifter, was created by Neva Z. Becca Wishimer, the mermaid, was created by Fen. The wildflower nymph, who listens to the show while tending to their gardens and hopes to get better at giving advice to their friends, was created by Freya. Juniper, JJ Jasmine, the centaur with extremely long hair, was created by Via B. Zoe the immortal, the dwarf who is not immortal, powerful, or scary, but tries to be, was created by Jonathan Mouch. Aslo Armaria, the Rakshasa who is inspired by Lysphera to lift people up and thinks Lysphera is too hard on herself sometimes, was created by Tariq. Alexi Alex Kaifel, the half-elf with dyslexia, who has always dreamed of working with spells and worries about spelling errors at their new job documenting new spells, was created by Alex Rain. Diodesma Desialora, the water sprite who listens to the radio show religiously and makes obscure references all the time, was created by Fiorella. Gabrielis, the wood elf who's ashamed of not knowing how to use a bow, was created by Gabriel. Faunus Dahlia Ayman, the wood elf who loves fruit but is deathly allergic to most of them, was created by Aglaya. Coriander Tinglebottom, the centaur bell maker who makes tiny bells that are enchanted to be loud, say a single word, or sound like a different instrument, was created by Kevin Brown. Misip the centaur was created by Philippe. Ephirelia Alpelti, the river nymph who loves writing but gets distracted when she tries to read, was created by Euphemia Ofelders. Fenlar Poppyseed, the wood elf partner of Eleonora Ceridi, was created by Pigeon Rose. Pafinkis Fifi Epergy, the really small, really ambitious, and confident pixie, was created by Juliet. Catris Elitov, the fairy, was created by Kate Dojan. Minfayu's Adihek, the chaotic and obnoxious fairy who listens to the radio show with her sibling, was created by Marmar. And Galantine Gargantuous, the immortal gargoyle, who is best friends with a sorceress and is allergic to modern-day house and castle materials, was created by Gracie. Thank you again to these and the other folks who submitted characters. I think that's everything. What have I said? Follow Geosphera. Follow me. Oh, please rate and review the show if you haven't already. Thank you to all who have. And that's it. Hope you enjoyed season two. I can't wait for season three. Ah! Okay, I'm done. Bye!